All you need to know from last time is ships, not big wooden puppies. And Shaft tried to make new friends, but they must not have liked him, cause they left. And maybe a couple other things. Uh, so as you progress, so you do finally hit this bridge, and you actually see some travelers kind of crossing it as well, and you kind of run into them. It's just uh, three humans. They look, they're all wearing kind of leather armor, and they are armed. Yeah, and you kind of immediately, you perk up, and they, they seem to be talking about uh, a blue light and towers. Interesting. This sounds familiar. Was there any uh, noises or anything? Uh, did you hear any humming or anything that that might have been coming from the towers beyond just the blue light? Nothing from the blue light, but I, I the, the thing that is haunting me is more than anything else is the voices that came from the cobra. Percy, there could be something in Pisces for us. Hmm. I've seen something on the boards. Yes, perhaps we could double dip. Gozer's been looking around this whole time. Where's ship? Where big wooden puppy? There are no puppies on my ship. Where's ship? This ship, are you blind? That's not a big wooden puppy. Yeah, I'm not going to get my own room. I'm going to, wherever Falzerin gets his room, I'm going to set up outside his door. But now, adventure continues. So uh, the three of you have, have made, you know, making it back to the, the Asinine Leopard. Bryn's still doing her dock work, or lack thereof. You know, you kind of get back to the Leopard for the second time. Now you can you can clearly see, without the distraction of the, of the growing crowd and the commotion, where this this jobs board is as a it is made very public. I mean, it's like the equivalent of like a a, a cork board in a rec center, right? With <laughs> all of these guitar lessons, and you like pull off the telephone number or whatever, you know. Those are be barred. Yeah, loot lessons. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know if if you guys wanted to maybe take a look at the board, or Falden, you had said you want to uh, get a room. You know, it's not like it's the evening and you would be bedding down right away, but you could still certainly procure a, a room for the for the night. I'll ask to see uh, how much vacancy there is, and if there's if there's plenty, then I I'll wait to do that li- until later. And uh, the bartender, he kind of just tells you, like, being the town that they are, like people are always coming and going, oftentimes checking out well before or later than they say that they will kind of thing so currently there are some vacancies yes but not guarantees uh that they won't be filled up should maybe another another ship from heraklion full of passengers come in and maybe people may seek lodgings from that but currently there are vacancies what does a room go for oh the standard gold piece a night okay yeah maybe i'll reserve one now just to be safe and you want uh, a single room? No, I'll get a double. <laughs> His face right now. Why a double? Well, just in case. Because he expects Izzy to join him. <laughs> sure, that'll that'll 
double the price, of course. But <laughs> Okay, that's fair. You procure a room key? I'm going to check out the board. Yeah, you inspect it, and you see there are currently about five active jobs, it looks like, uh, posted to this board. Seems that they're from various people in Port Randis, or in the case of the, the tower job, which you do see is posted up there. Kind of just a little scribble to investigate these blue towers, contact Mayor Blake Lakely and Goldham for further details, a 10,000 gold piece reward. Wow. I, I look at Gozer and go, man, they're getting paid a lot more than we are. It's ridiculous. Maybe we should find out who's paying this. Is there any jobs on there that go to Pisces? That have anything to do with Pisces? You do see the uh, job that Agnes had mentioned uh, about the, the temporary crew for the supply run. It's a, it's a supply run to Rockdale with a stop in Pisces and then a return trip to, to Port Randis. And uh, there's one for just uh, manual labor, uh, working the docks themselves, you know, unloading ships and stuff, T- 10 gold piece a day. You also see the job uh, that the the people that pass you on that bridge outside of Port Randis kind of briefly mentioned about investigating the, the river block blockade and, and to clear it. Yeah, I want to read that one a little closer. What, what does it really... Uh entail yeah there again there's not much information it just kind of outlines that somewhere along this river it's clearly something is blocking it and, and stimming the, the flow and just uh, if it can be cleared it pays 150 gold pieces okay does it have like anything on there that says like go see the bartender for further information or you know where where would one procure these jobs or is there a way to yeah, they, they uh, all kind of have, uh, like, a contact name. Okay, who's the one for the uh, for the river job? Harold Cheshire. Okay. And it kind of gives a, a, a location of where to find him. It kind of references the, down near the docks. When you guys were actually at the docks, you you could kind of see to the, the one, the first, like, north northern side of these docks. Like, the, you can see the this dried up riverbed that clearly feeds into the surrounding ocean and you know little buildings along this river that could very well have some type of industry to do to do with it and that's kind of where this this scribble kind of directs you to and there's one last job on there mentions um, vandals are attacking uh, an underwater salvage crew and, and messing with their equipment huh Specifically, some security needed at night to catch the culprits pays 200 gold pieces. 200, that's not too shabby. And that one directs you to see a woman named Henrietta Dorset, who runs uh, Dorset Salvage. So that's a that's a late night one. Yes, that would be like a, a night watch, basically. Okay, is Falzern Are you you're still down there? You just procured the room, right? You you didn't go up to your room. Yeah, I think I would have uh, wandered over to where you're looking at this job postings board. No, when he got the key from the bartender for his room, I took it from him, and I grabbed him by the arm, and I said, come with me. i sorry, come with me. And we went up to his room, and I started to booby trap his room and show him how to do it. Oh, okay. You, you want to share this room tonight, Gozer? No, you'll do this. You'll be safe. Okay. And I booby trap your window, and I show you how to block the door 
after I le after I leave, you do this. Well, there there are two beds. I figured either Bryn or Shaft or you or someone would want to share this room potentially. Uh, a tough take bed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough take big bed. You're welcome to if you want, Duff. Yes, Duff sleep in bed. Goes or watch door. Okay. Okay. While they're up there setting booby traps, I guess I'll go over to the the bar and uh, say, "Hey, uh, looking for some entertainment this evening. Where would where would a fellow like me find uh, a place like that?" Ah, entertainment. I see. Well, we get many many folks such as yourself looking for entertainment. Oh, by my, by the way, my name's Shaft. Who, who is this guy? What's he look like? So the bartender is kind of this this portly man. He's got kind of rosy, rosy cheeks and uh, thinning brown hair uh, on top of his head. Uh, yes, my my name's Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Nice to meet you. Yeah, Jeff. I'm looking for something, you know, not, you know, something a little more higher class, if you know what I mean. Well, our, our most popular establishment is the Grungy Goblin. Yeah, heard of it. Uh, you know, doesn't doesn't sound appealing to me. Is, uh, do you have any other options? Well, yes, but uh, with the higher class, does come a higher price, which is kind oh. of why the Grungy Goblin is a little more popular, as the prices seem to be a little more affordable. Absolutely understandable. Uh, where where would I find what? What's the name of this uh, upper class establishment? Why, I. Myself have been to the Golden Clam on a few occasions. Oh, now you're talking. I I would be interested. Uh, do I need to know someone uh, to to be able to get into a place like this? Well, they do have a a, a strict dress code. Uh, just you know, something something finer, something nice. Possibly maybe a, a, some silk garments. Um, I would I would suggest showing up in in your armor as you are. As they do like to maintain a certain, uh, you know, a certain je ne sais quoi. Of course, of course. Uh, okay, I guess, uh, I guess the other place might do in a in a pinch. Uh, where would I find? Uh, what would what'd you call it? The the greasy goblin? The the grungy goblin. Oh, grungy, yeah. Greasy would have been better. I'll go for that. Where's where would I find that place? And he gives you some basic directions. Okay, I'll I'll give him a gold piece. Say, uh, hey, can you reserve a room for me? And then I'll throw a couple silver on there. Thanks for the information. My pleasure. And he kind of hands you your own key. By the way, if I was to go to the other place, where would I find that? Oh yeah, sure. That's uh, that's up at the kind of the northern section of town. Okay, just gives me sort of directions. Yeah, and... absolutely. All right. Thank you. And then I go over to Gozer and say, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna move around town a little bit. I'll catch up with you guys later." Okay. Oh wait, you guys are upstairs. Hey guys, <laughs> I'm going around town a little while. I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> Wake us up when you get in. <laughs> All right. So I'm. I leave. Okay. Uh, so Gozer and Palsy, what do you guys want to do after uh, you go through this little bit of tutelage? Um, I will probably go do what Shaft did. I, I want to go look at the job postings. I'm running a bit low on gold and would be curious to know what's up for grabs. Okay, great. And you kind of, you know, you get the same information that Shaft received. Okay. And then I'll probably just grab uh, grab an ale from the bar. Okay, great. 
Gozer? Food. Okay. You, you, are you going to sit with Falsey? Uh, where are you sitting, Falsey? Uh, wherever there's a seat. Then I'm going to pick him up from where he is, carry him to a back secluded table. <laughs> or drag him, I guess. Drag him to a back secluded table. Growl at the people at that table till they get up and move. And put him in the seat and sit down there and go, Bring me food! Oh, 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 okay, Gozer. You could have just asked me to come back here with you, but I guess we're here now. Falsy, come here to the table. Okay. Where are my food? You want me to bring you food? No. Wait, girl. Oh, you you want a waiter? Yes. So I, I, uh, I kind of raise my hand and and wave down whoever I can see. Yeah, and the, being the, the size of these tabs, there are three or four um, waiters or waitresses kind of hustling around, and they immediately come over to to take whatever order you want to place. Meat and ale. Well, we have a we have a, a large selection of meat. I mean, don't care. Meat and ale. Excellent. I love, easy to remember. Tough too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough on meat. Meat. And ale. Yes. You don't. You don't happen to have maybe a shepherd's pie. Uh, I'm sure the the kitchen can work something out. That'd be wonderful. All right, and she goes to put put in you guys' order. Bryn, how long are you going to be hanging around these docks, kind of drunkenly <laughs> lifting boxes? Yeah. Or so as to? I'm as I'm sobering up and trying to like do what I can, there's other people doing this with me. Like loading the boat, right? Yep. Anyone that looks magical, or is it all just like kind of common people? Um, actually, now that you are kind of, kind of, you know, surreptitiously in, inspecting these these people, there yeah. is there is one man that kind of stands out a little bit. He is dressed in uh, like full robes, whereas the rest of them are more in like you know trousers and and uh, long sleeve shirts. This man's robes kind of look sim- a little similar to Falzern's, actually. Yeah, I. I, uh, as I'm sobering up, I'm just thinking about Falzerin and that uh, magic I saw him do on Gozer. Mm-hmm. And so I would like to go up to this magical-looking person in the robes and uh, introduce myself and say, uh, Hey, uh, my name's Bryn. You, you have robes that look like a friend of mine. He's a wizard. Are you, are you a wizard? Well, I, I'm actually an alchemist. I, I do hail from Heraklion. Oh, okay. Do you know Falzerin? Why... Yes. Do you know Falzern? Yes, I do. Well, uh, what's your name? My goodness, my, my name's Brendel. Brendel. Bryn, it's, it's a, a, a pleasure to meet you. Uh, is Falzern with you? At the moment, I think he's back at the, uh, what's the name of that, uh, Leopard, Leopard Inn. Oh, you know, the Asinine, you know the yes, one. of course. Oh, yeah, Asinine. What are you, are you working this job, and, or well, working this boat? Well, actually, or? I, I, I'm... I was searching for for Falzer and I I visited Zexa because I knew that's where he was going once he left Heraklion. But by the time I, I I arrived, he wasn't there. I mean, I, I spoke to to some woman who also knew him. Maybe you know her. Her name was, I believe, uh, Good. Uh oh, Isabella. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Okay, this changes what I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask about the specific type of magic I saw my friend Falzerin doing. Um, oh, yeah, he's quite a proficient wizard. Yeah, you're a wizard, right, Brendel? Well, again, I, I, I more specialize more in potions and 
Alchemy's potions. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know all the technicalities of you guys in robes or anything like that. So Falzern's your friend. He he left. Well, yes, he he left Heraklion, Heraklion, in 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 search of you know his his own interests, and I'm sure he I'm sure he talks your ear off about these interesting magical artifacts that he always loves to tinker with. Yeah, I mean, the guy is very, very blinded by magic, that's for sure. But I, I mean, we'd never heard your name or kind of heard much about Heraklion, let's say. Uh, so why were, why were we looking for him again? I don't know if you said... Uh, I didn't know. Um, there's... Unfortunately, there's there's been a death on, on Heraklion. A, a mutual friend of ours uh, has oh. passed away. Suddenly, suddenly fell ill, and his health rapidly declined very, very quickly. Shortly after, after Falzer and left, and I just, I wanted to be the one to tell him. Oh, okay. What's your friend's? Well, I'm sorry to hear. Uh, sorry for your loss. What What's the friend's name? His name was uh, Memnar. Memnar. Okay. So was this like a, like a mentor of his or something or? Well, he he was he was a fellow student of of ours, like a fellow you know oh, okay. seeker of knowledge, as as Falzern loves to put it. He likes to say magic user a lot. Yes, well, that that may be his upbringing on Heraklion. Is some of the some of the more wizened uh, wizards there they they have their own nomenclature in the language, and I, oh, I think okay, he's okay. He, he tries to emulate uh, a few a few of the members there. I, Okay, so you were gonna take this boat to Pisces or wherever. Well, I, I just I wasn't sure what to do. Um, I really have no I, no clue in the direction that he could have left. I mean, I, I could have yeah. been wandering wandering for forever. I just was hoping to find a, a ship that would just take me back to Heraklion. Okay. Now, Brendel, how well do you know Falzern? Like pretty well? You'd say he's like a pretty good guy. I know. Like... I know him quite well. I mean, I. I consider him to be my best friend. I've only known him for a little while now. Okay, so he's your best friend. Personally, I'm a little bit worried about the guy. I don't know him super well. Well, what has happened? I mean, it's only been a couple of weeks. What? Yeah, so, well, we met in Zexa. We'll start there. And he decided to follow a little adventure group that we, you know, a few of us banded together to do a few jobs together, you know, and he... He's not in it for the money, you know him. You know, he just wants it for the experience and the magic and, and to learn and observe. And uh, he kind of, this Isabella lady that you met, did you get, like, good vibes from her? Because she is something else. Well, I mean, we, we only spoke briefly, and she was quite polite. I mean, she, she had no information for me, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so my worries kind of revolve around Isabella. She is... A very very powerful lady. Uh, she does. She is not as she appears to be. And uh, Falzerin, she took him. She captured him. Like he was. In, he was in the hotel with us one night. We wake up. He's gone. Is is he okay? Is he's. That's the thing. That's what I'm wondering, Brendel. Because we went and rescued him, but he doesn't seem the same. Perhaps we could move somewhere a little a little more private here. Yeah. Away yeah, from yeah. away from the workers here. And he, yeah, you guys just kind of move off of this dock, you know, just kind of out of immediate earshot of, of the people in the, the direct vicinity of you guys. Can I do a, uh insight to see how much I trust him with what I'm about to say? I kind, I kind of already do because 
It's a little late for that. No, I definitely. <laughs> I'm just lot. saying, like, yeah, it is late. You know, you know what? Why don't uh, Why don't you let him reply, and then you can decide whether or not you want yes. to. Yes. Okay. Do it's like, well, uh, I mean, I, I, I am of course delighted to hear that you, you've got him back. Um, now, th- th- I mean, I don't know if you're aware, but there's always been something, something different about Falzerin. Um He he rarely speaks of it, and. Even even to me, someone who's very close with him, I've never really received all the full details of of what happened to him when he was uh, a young a young teenager before he arrived in Heraklion. But I, I just know this event was was life changing for him. Perhaps that has something to do with this Isabella woman. So I couldn't help but hear you said he arrived in Heraklion as a teenager. So he wasn't born there. Well, I, I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't told you this story. Uh, well, perhaps, uh, perhaps maybe you should just just take me to him before I continue. I, I want to speak out of turn. Yeah, you know what though? Like our group, we haven't really cared to know about his background. He's just kind of like the puppy that tagged along, you know. But good, good guy, right? Well, is he at the at the leopard? You said. Yeah, I, th- I think that's where he'd stay the night. I, I was trying to, you know, earn a day's wage working on this boat tonight. Oh, today, as was so. I. I mean, yeah, you have to earn a, earn your keep. You must pay for your lodgings. Uh, I was simply just trying to help these boats load, um, as I've kind of been moving across, bouncing back and forth on these docks, just trying to. The get plan work wherever is for us to come back to this boat in the morning. Can we not meet you in the morning? Uh, yes, but I mean. I, 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 it's quite urgent that I, I speak with Falzer, and I mean, I, I, I hope to convince him to return with me to Heraklion. Yeah, he's not going to go tonight, though, right? Well, uh, I mean, possibly if we can, if there's a, a ship that is leaving with supplies, maybe we can pay for passage. But I, well, the rest of us, like, because it's not just Falzer and I, right? Like, we're not, we're not heading that way. So, if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to meet you back here in the morning. Oh, okay. I mean, the way you speak about Falzern, it doesn't seem as if you have much of an attachment, you or the rest of this group that you say he just follows along with. Well, if you say he is at the Leopard, I sh- I shall finish my work here, and I'll make my own way there, and hopefully find him myself. I mean, thank you for the information. Yeah, okay. I. You know what? I'll probably... J- I'll go back with you. It's all right. I'd like to, you know, ease... Our group is kind of rough around the edges, so I'll go with you. I know you know Falzerin, but there's there's a few others. Uh, I'll, it'll help if I'm there to kind of defend you, so I'll, I'll come with you. Uh, okay, well, as I said, I, I have maybe another hour or so of work that I have committed to and uh, will hopefully be paid for. So if, if you are happy to wait, or are you, are you also hoping to Does he have any belongings help? with him, or is it just his person? Uh, he kind of, you know, has a, a bag kind of slung over his shoulder. You're kind of your cl- typical thing, maybe. Uh, someone Is he that... like putting it down when he works? I'd like to look in his bag. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He would certainly not want to. Uh, it, it would. It would get in his way of, of performing his duties. So yes, yeah. he would. He would place it down. He. Okay. Yeah. And he goes back to work. Do you just basically stand there and watch him put it down and go back to work, or are you? Uh. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch where it is and go back to work. But then I would like to. Yeah. You know, move one box from here to there, close to it, sleight of hand, like pick it up. Okay. Sure. Sure. 
and the two of you um, starts moving boxes. Uh, he's clearly received some form of instruction as you had seen him coming off of the ship from the gangplank, which is yep. uh, he so was not even clearly on the ship. he okay. was yes, he's already been on the ship. He was clearly down below deck or something uh, while the the group of you had originally been here. Okay. And had resurfaced once his, his task was complete as he continues to move some smaller crates back up these gang plants and, and to the to the deck. So he's kind of moving back and forth. Yep. So like it'd be more around the time that he's leaving the boat that I would like to try to sneak this bag. Like as he's moving onto it off of the dock. Right. Yeah. So he's yep. like off the boat. I can sneak to a spot for a second, look in it and potentially put it back right where I found it. Type yep. Thing. Sure. Okay, why don't you uh, make me a stealth check? Hope you've got your bow with you. Yeah, my bow's on me. <laughs> that is 26. Okay. So you're able to kind of just, you know, sidestep with this box, kind of set it down and, and able to kind of block yourself a little bit with it even. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you can rummage through his bag. And it's just kind of a simple, like, burlap sack. It's been clearly, like... Uh, retrofitted to to be slung over a shoulder, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. And, you know, more suitable for uh, an extended travel as, you know, he clearly wouldn't have had any real indication of how many days he may be away from Harakadon. But in it, you just see, you know, maybe a change of robes. There are a few um, empty flasks, like, you know, like potion flasks and some ingredients, it seems, some components that him saying he was an alchemist he may use to, to concoct uh, uh, some form of potion. I'm proficient in a poisoner's kit, so do I identify any of them as poison? Ah, okay, yeah. You certainly recognize some of the ingredients, should they be combined in the correct ways, that they, they could produce something toxic. As being an alchemist, he would also have similar knowledge. That's it? Yeah, no, nothing, nothing else, really. Um... A few gold pieces that he's clearly been, you know, using to, to live on and, and get by as he's been on his own little mission to find Falzer. Those ingredients that can be combined to be toxic, are there other uses for them on their own? Or is it like a pretty obvious pairing of, you know, like this is what you go to? to... You, why don't you roll me an arcana check? Okay. Ha! I s- I'm stupid. Three. <laughs> Your knowledge is very focused. And whether or not an ingredient that you know you could use for a, sp- a particular concoction, mm-hmm. uh, whether or not it could be used in other types of potions, either lethal or non-lethal, you don't quite have that knowledge. Okay. All right. I guess if that's it, I put the bag back and I uh, carry about my business till he's calling it quits. You know, another hour passes and Brendel kind of goes up to, to what was his name? Grimby, the captain. and. Yeah. The captain hands him a small a small pouch, his payment for the day. I hold my hand out. Yeah, and Grimby also produces you, and he hands you ten gold pieces. All right, for, thank for a you day's very much, labor. Captain. Aye, thank you for the help. And I hope to see you, and he speaks to you directly, Bryn. Yep. In the morning. Yep, I'll be here. All right, Brendel, let's, uh, let's go to the Asinine. Oh, excellent, yes. I sure could use a drink, that's... Hard day's work. Oh, I feel ya. So I'm like sobered up by now. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys continue. Uh, you make back to the leopard. 
whether Brent, you may or may not really recall how to get back there, but Brendel does. Oh yeah, I definitely like just followed everyone to the boat, drunk as a skunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you two enter the the Asinine Leopard. You see Faldron and Gozer kind of sitting at a table. Mm-hmm. And Thuft, of course. Uh, what what have Falzern and Gozer been doing in the in the last kind of hour? Just eating, uh, eating and eating my shepherd's pie and enjoying my ale. I'm just kind of like watching him, <laughs> like eerily so, just watching him to see if he's gonna be different than what he usually is. Do I see Brendel walk in? Yeah, who sees who first? Why don't both of you make a perception check? Unless you're not very interested in kind of. I'm pretty much. Eyes on Falsy yeah, okay, only. Okay. We are playing with critical fails and skill checks. That's a one. <laughs> Makes for a great story. So Falzer and you are you're very distracted by Gozer's kind of intent stare. <laughs> I mean, like you you've seen her stare at things that she may be deciding to kill before. Uh, this mm-hmm. could <laughs> could be slightly <laughs> reminiscent of such a stare. Okay. Bryn's gonna choose to announce really loudly, like. Hey, Falzerin! Hey, Gozer! So that they, like, turn to attention. Okay. And, yeah, Falzerin, at, at Bryn's beck, you lift your gaze a, a kind of away from breaking the eye contact, this weird eye contact with Gozer, and you see standing next to Bryn, uh, the, the door of the of the Asinine Leopard, you see your friend Brendel. I look up, shocked, and I say, Brendel! What are you doing here? Falzerin! Great to see oh, you! Oh, my, my gods, it's been... I've been looking for you everywhere. I just thank God you, you you came back to Port Randis. I jump up and I run over and give him a hug. Yes, and he embraces you as well. And I say, "What what brings you out here? What are you what are you up to?" Oh my word! And he kind of has both hands on on your shoulders as he's it's clearly very happy to see you. I it's so great to see you. I'm I'm afraid though, the merriment will be rained upon a bit as I I have some some bad news. Some bad news. What what happened? Why, I'm afraid. I'm afraid our, our our classmate Memnar. He's he's passed away. What? Oh, not Memnar. He was he was not very old. I mean, he was in the prime of his life. I I, I know it, it. It's a tragedy and 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 a mystery. Quite frankly, I mean, his his shortly after you left, his his health degraded, and I I, I tried myself giving him any all types of of, of healing healing potions I could think of to craft and, and the finest ingredients and, and, and no expense and it's just no use. Nobody nobody could help him. He just he's passed. Oh that's that's terrible. I I'm so sad to hear that. Now I, I know you two had had some differences in the past, but I'm hoping you can come back for, for, for the memorial service. I mean, that is why I came to I wanted to be the one to tell you I he was quite fond of you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really appreciative of you making the effort to come and find me. It, that's that's terrible news. When when is this going to be happening? Well, quite quite shortly, in a matter of, of a few days. I mean, p- part of Memar's last wishes was was to to get get the old the old band back together, and uh, they are they are putting putting it off as as, as long as possible. But we've, we've only a few days before before the scheduled date. Hmm. It is. It is just luck that that I happen to to find you, as I did travel to to, to uh, Zexa looking for you. And alas, I, I arrived 
after you had already departed. Yeah, he says he ran into Izzy. Ain't that great. Oh. Yes, yes. And uh, he leans in a little bit and kind of speaks a little softly. Uh, well, Bryn here has, has been telling me a, f- a few things about, about this Isabella woman. Yeah, sorry, Falsey. What, uh, what did she seem like to you, Brendel? Well, as I explained um, to, to Bryn, like, uh, my interaction with her was, was very short. Uh, she seemed quite polite and oh. uh, quite taken with you and was also concerned about where you had departed to. Uh, very quickly, she had said you had left Zexa. Unfortunately, she didn't know where you were, had left to, and, and I, of course, hit a dead end as well. It's okay. He knows we ran back into her. I kind of told him a little bit about how we just left. I her. hear you. You you had qu- quite the adventure. You, she captured you. Yes. I mean, there's there's probably enough to enough to tell that would take all night if we wanted to sit down and talk about it. Uh, suffice to say, a lot has happened since we've last seen each other. A lot has changed, and you know we've got a lot of catching up to do. Maybe. Now's not the best time to go into all the details, but... Um, Bryn looks at Gozer and she's like, Yeah, I mean, we have... We've been wondering what happened in that cave, and when she took you, you haven't really told us about when she took you, and... Well, I I think I, I've explained to you guys you told as, us as about much as I know. You told us about sort of your deal, but you didn't really tell us everything that she, you know, did. Deal? Don't feel like you can't talk in front of us, is all I'm saying. You've made some kind of deal with this woman? Well, Brendel, this probably isn't the best place to, to get into all of these, the nitty-gritty. He can talk in front of us, he right, He avoided Gozer? bad death. There's lots of people around, uh, apart from this group of friends that I've made here. He can talk in front of us, right, here. Gozer? Sure I can, but we're in the middle of a, of a bar here, of this Well, I didn't think there was anything inn. to worry about, I guess. I well, thought you said it's all above board and it's just what you had to do. I don't know any of these people that are sitting around us. Fine, I roll. Uh, 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 he kind of looks. Brendel looks at Gozer. A bad, a bad death. Uh, bad, bad death. I've got no in, in intentions of keeping any secrets from me, Brendel. But there's some some things that are probably best discussed a bit more uh, privately. You got a room yet? We go to your room. I, I do have a room, but um... I, I, I I I do understand what you're saying, Walter. And yes, uh, there are there are also some some details that I I may need to speak with you in, in private as well. It's perhaps just just you and I. Um, as 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 delightful as the, the your company seems to be, and you kind of looks at Gozer. Um, I, I don't believe we've met. I I'm Brendel. I'm I'm sorry for uh, puts a hand out to shake Gozer's for, hand for being rude, to Brendel. This is Gozer. Gozer just looks at him. You've met Bryn already, I see. And Thuft. And this here is Thuft. Ah, my goodness. A goblin. You've, betre- you've befriended a goblin. Yeah, he's an interesting little fellow. Why, well, yes, I-, I would certainly like to spend some time with him myself, actually. What you want with Thuft? I'm just interested to to hear another perspective on life in general. As goblinoid races live quite differently from, from many other humanoids. Bryn just kind of chuckles and she's like, oh, you magic users. So interested in everything all the time. Now, Falzerin, uh, I, I, may, I may have overshared um, some some past events uh, in your own life, Falzerin, that with Bryn, uh, forgive me if I spoke out of turn, that perhaps 
what happened to you as a teenager was related to why this Isabella woman would want to abduct you. What happened when you're teen? Once again, this is yeah. This maybe not the time and place. Piecing but. together some things here. Interesting. It's You know what, Falzer? We don't have to talk about it right now, but, you know, we all have pasts. I've shared a little bit about mine. Maybe you'll share a little bit about yours. Sure. Just not right here. Sure. That's fine. Well, I mean, I've just had a hard day's work on the docks. I would certainly like to sit down for a drink. Regardless of what the topic of conversation happens to be, I would certainly just like to catch up and, and listen to hear your what's what has been happening, what your adventures in the last two weeks. I mean, such a short time for so many things to happen. Can I get you something to eat and a drink, Brendel? Why, yes, I, I think I would like a plate of meat. Meat, good. Ah, uh, yes, I knew you and I would get along. <laughs> and uh, he'll sit down and... and I don't know what, you guys maybe want to regale him with kind of these weird past events, uh, you know, kind of the, the Zexa stuff, and I don't know how much you want to divulge, or maybe there are specific things you may want to not divulge to, to Brendel. Do we, do I trust him? Like, what's the vibe I'm getting between him and Falzerin? Like, Falzerin trusts him? It's, uh, well, why don't you make an insight joke? That would be a 24. It certainly appears that Falzerin is, is very happy to see Brendel and, and Brendel in, in kind. Uh, Falzerin's been known to share a little bit of too much information and really trust people. Hmm. I've lived on Heraculin for quite a while. I'm going to sit there. Yeah, I'm going to sit there and listen to stories and chime in when I can, but I won't divulge any details that Falzerin doesn't. Okay. Like chooses to leave out. I will uh, lean over to Brendel and open up my little pouch and say, hey, check this out. And I show him the little vial with the pony in it. Oh. Oh, my word. Have you ever seen this before, Brendel? I sure have. My goodness, I've, I've been trying to perfect the creation of the equinculus potion for, for years. Where, really? where did you find this? Well, I mean, that's not important, is it? We've got a lot to tell you, Brendel. Let, let me tell you. I would certainly love... To, to speak with, with the, the, the crafter of, of such a potion. Perhaps there is something for me to learn. True. I don't know who made it, though. And uh, as we tell you about our adventures, you'll kind of understand that uh, I don't know where I got this or who made this. Ah, uh, I, I see. But pretty cool, right? Quite fascinating, yes. She's all, like, excited. You'll have to teach me some more about poison. Well, uh, I certainly have some knowledge. I, I, I do rarely uh, rarely craft poisons. As I, I, I really have no need for them. Uh, they, they can certainly be useful for uh, creating antitoxins should, should the need rise. As there is, a, there is a, some more rural parts of Heraklion that uh, the odd dangerous animals inhabit. Poison, bad death. I know, Gozer, I know, but look at me. I mean, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Meh, bad death. Not Hiram. Well, I'm killing bad people with poison, let's just say that. Meh, I don't care about that. So, Brendel, where's, where do I begin? Are you actually gonna tell him? <laughs> I, <think. laughs> I thought he recount the last 33 episodes or... <laughs> Wait, I thought it was just going to be like an unsaid no, thing. No. All right, here we go. I think so. So I go into telling him about kind of 
a brief overview of Zexa running into this Arcanist and the Flesh Golem. What else would That's I how you met Isabella. Yeah, that's that's how I originally met Isabella. And um, anything you would chime in, Brainer Gozer? That's it. Izzy, big, big, uh, powerful. Yeah, we can. Izzy kind of wasn't what she originally seemed. Um, we can chat more about that later tonight in in private, Brendel. But everything later. Gozer don't know why Gozer try. Well, Gozer, there's there's lots of ears in this uh, bar that are listening to us here. One, two, three, four, many. Yes. Four many, many ears. Thoughts have ears. Thoughts have ears. Yes, yes, two. Thoughts have big ears. Very big, yes. I look over at Brendel and I say, have you uh, have you heard about the Paladin's Towers? Yeah, who who hasn't? Exactly. They who are hasn't? quite quite the talk. In Heraklion. Uh, That's our current venture, really. Oh. This whole Isabella thing is like a side note. I don't know. We've been hired to try to take care of them. Really? Is this true, Falzern? You're, you're, you've taken on contract work now? Well, I think you know me well enough to know that I'm more interested in, in finding out more about, you know, is this some sort of magic that's... What's, what's going on that these towers seem to be causing a lot of effects in the surrounding areas. How are they doing that is what I'd like to know. Interesting. Gozer no care how. Gozer shut down. You're saying you're ready for bed, Gozer? No, we're supposed to... Gozer shut yeah, down We're towers. supposed to shut the towers down. Oh, I mean, you I can see. look over there at the job wall, uh, Brendel. There's, it, we're just one of many groups of adventurers trying to accomplish this, but it pays really well. Yeah, yes, I, I, I have seen, seen the job board. Um, that is, of course, where I knew I could pick up some, some manual labor down at the docks. All right, of course. You guys are just so smart, you wizards. Ah, uh, you, you're, you're quite flattering. So, is it time to have private talks now? Well, let's, uh, let's leave off with your kind of recount of the last two weeks. And uh, what is Shaft doing? Ah. <laughs> I don't think I want to know. <laughs> what is Shaft I doing? I actually would like to have about ten minutes with Leland. Oh. Of course you would. <laughs> oh. That's disgusting. Uh, okay. You keep time. that to yourself, you guys. <laughs> Turn off the recording. only content. We're going to the gooey goblin. Oh, Grungy. come on. <laughs> so, essentially, I'm not going to a brothel. I'm going to go find a place sort of out on uh, my own, and I'm going to use my scrying stone again, okay. our token. And I would like to try to to uh, find my brother. Danzig. Which, uh, Danzig, yes. A.K.A. Spike. So I was looking at the scrying spell here. I would think I would be familiar. I know the target well, which would give me a negative five for um, the save. But I don't have a likeness picture, garment, body part, lock of hair, or anything like that from him. So I don't get the additional bonuses. So... Essentially, you have to roll a save on... I read it a bunch of times now. Wisdom save. And your DC is going to be uh, 16, I believe. Okay. And this is basically just to be able to see if he is aware of the uh, the sphere. And this is something you've never really 
had a need to attempt before, despite having the, the this this eye of the scry for however long so, it's, it's been. In yeah, the I've had the eye of the scry, and at least I believe I picked something that up in uh, Drakal years after I last saw my brother, and uh, my um, assumption was my brother had had disappeared or died, and I'd never uh, took the time to try to use this this eye to find him. Right, as it does have limited uses. Yes. Seems fruitless to use it on a dead man. Uh, right, and being the case that I just heard his name, and I do know that he was uh, studying the ways of being a warlock and had turned uh, much more to the, the uh, darker side. I'm curious as to what his alignment is with... Erica, and maybe even by extension, Isabella. Isabella, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Isabella. Okay, so here's the wisdom check here. Uh, 15. Oh, good. Okay. So on a successful save, on a failed save, the spell creates an invisible sensor within 10 feet of your target. You can see and hear through the sensor as if you were there. Sensor moves with the target, remaining within 10 feet for its duration, which is 10 minutes. So I would like to just uh, see if I can find Danzig and see what he's doing. Okay. Uh, Yeah, the successful cast, uh, once again, of of this uh, scry spell. You, uh, for, for the second time, you get this image of... Of uh, of a cave, the the walls of which are very clearly like glistening with moisture and, and like dripping, and you can just hear the the load slow drip of, of water droplets hitting hitting a larger pool of water, and you see your brother Danzig, almost unrecognizable as some of his features seem to have 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 twisted in in un- almost immeasurable ways uh, like just very subtle subtle changes in kind of his his, his facial fe- uh, facial features and even in like the skin tone and beside him is, is another person you recognize uh, a woman named Surma and they're surrounded by kind of encircled by a, a group of, of hooded figures these cir- these circled figures they have their arms kind of up in the air, like in a kind of a Y shape, and they're all like interlocking hands and kind of this this low chanting. They're just bellowing. It seems like it's the same phrase kind of over and over again, but it's it's not in a language that, that you understand. As if summoning something? It's It appears that way as Surma and Danzig. They have, have a bound man uh, between them each holding a, a, an ornately jeweled dagger uh, in their hands. And Surma pulls kind of out of this bag. She pulls out what looks like uh, like a squid. Kind of its legs kind of winding around and it's, it's, it's still clearly alive. It's grasping at, at anything it can get its hands on. And she kind of puts it over this bound man's face. And it just kind of wraps around his head uh, very clearly, cutting off all of his airwaves. Simultaneously, Surma and Danzig stab into this man with their their daggers, and they have also now picked up their own chant, different than 
the encircled hooded figures, but very evidently uh, the same language, still unrecognizable to you, but distinctly different. Surma stabs the man in his stomach as Danzig uh, stabs into the squid, and uh, the squid kind of... You see this uh, ink just leak out around this man's covered face, kind of between the squid's legs and covering his body and into his stomach wound. The the man, you can still make out like muffled screams as the, the ink kind of mixes with, with his blood and it forms this very familiar black slime uh, you recognize as, as being looking similar to what was contaminating the, the stymied river as ah. it kind of just flows, empties out of his body. There's kind of this this bright like red light that just kind of almost like an explosion of light and the man just slumps to the floor motionless as Danzig and Surma they kind of wipe off their daggers and put them in the, back into the, their little sheaves, sheaves that are just as ornately jeweled as the, the dagger's hilt itself. And all the, the surrounding figures, they kind of just lower their hands and they just kind of file out of an opening in, in this, this cave that clearly leads to like a pool of water. Like, you know, it's like is this, the, this water edge is kind of up to where this the opening of this, this entrance would be. And they just kind of descend as if they're descending into stairs that are like flooded stairs. They just walk into this pool of water completely submerging themselves and disappearing from sight and your scry spell kind of and it, it, it's 10 minutes kind of ends as you've again witnessed another one of these these rituals uh, but before it finally snuffs out you, you see Danzig kind of walk over to another kind of pool kind of like behind where your original view of this ritual would have been as, as this orb kind of twists to follow Danzig and he walks over to a you see this 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 cavern opens up to a much larger pool and body of water no no clear ways in or out of it that are above the the level of it but deep inside you see this swirling dark mass as the 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 this abyssal slime that's oozing out of the deceased man is like almost with a life of its own pouring into this body of water and kind of culminating in the in the center of this pool and your 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 vision the the scry spell ends and that that's what you see and that's our show our intro and outro music was created by josh jarvis for your own musical inquiries contact james mercy music at gmail.com all other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com the Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at encouragementparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us, contact at encouragementparty.com, or reach out on social media. The Encouragement Party on Facebook and Instagram at EncourageablePar on Twitter using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout-out during our behind-the-screen After Party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring!